everybody, and welcome to another episode of Tap House Talks, brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. When you book with them, it costs you nothing extra on your trip, and you help support the channel and all the content that we produce. Check them out, dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. I am here at Baseline Tap House, located at Disney's Hollywood Studios, and today, as always, I have a very special guest, but an extra, extra special guest today, because it's my friend Chloe. Hi, Chloe. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Ryan? I'm very good. I'm glad to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. Can I give you a cheers? Yes. Okay, here we go. We'll do it right <laughs> over the top of the camera. Good, so if good. we spill it, it goes all over the equipment. Yeah. What are you drinking? So they've been rotating out the beers inside of here lately, which I enjoyed. Like around um, like Halloween, Thanksgiving, they had an Oktoberfest. And then in December, they had um, the Sierra Nevada like celebration mm-hmm. IPA. And now they have a Sierra Nevada Imperial IPA, which is a 9.5% beer. And normally Imperial IPAs, I feel like, are super bitter. But this mm-hmm. one's pretty... I feel like it's got a nice juice quality to it. It's good. I like it. It's less bitter than the Stone Delicious um, IPA, I think. So, yeah. And what are you drinking today? I have my tried and true baseline hazy little thing. I do love the hazy little thing. Yeah. That is usually my go-to. Anyways, <laughs> too. I like to try the new ones. but And we, of course, treated ourselves to a big pretzel. Oh, of course. Because it's big pretzel or it's charcuterie. you got to get one of the two when you're here. That so. beer cheese. Mm. It's so good. I really should have just gotten two. I made the mistake of the mustard and the cheese. And I like I like the mustard too, but it's like the cheese is always the empty one at the end. The mustard's always like way too full, right? Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. So Chloe, today yeah. I thought you and I could have a fun conversation because yeah. um, you are one of my friends that uh, we met. Uh, it was a while ago. Now, I mean, was that it like was 2019? Here, yeah, 2019. I think it was. I think it was like January. January 20, it was Jan- or, yeah, yeah, it was like the beginning, right? Yeah, yeah. And because we we got invited to um, Disney had like a Star, Star Wars, Wars themed VIP day, right? Tour. Yeah, yeah, and it was like which you, is no longer available right now. No, no. Well, no, because remember, it so yeah, fun. which it kind of should be because I feel like it would work even better now that like Galaxy's Edge is open. Yeah. But it was back then when they used to show you like, okay, you can do Star Tours, you can go into Docking Bay, meet characters, you can. Uh, you used to get because remember they had the Star Wars. Fireworks, yes. and then they had the dessert, they had the dessert party. party in Long oh my Bay, god! And then outside Chinese Theater, and yeah. they had the Star Wars fireworks, best fireworks in this park. Um, those, also, that dessert party was so good too. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. And um, the the best part of the day, though, for me was going inside Star Tours before the park opened. Oh yes, and yeah, we, we did look do that. at the simulator yeah. with the lights on. Yeah, like, that was that was cool. Total nerd total nerd yeah. time. That's when so I met fun. you and that's when I met my friend Courtney, Courtney and her and my friend yeah, now. our friends, yeah. Our friend Look Courtney. at it bringing us I together. Well, like I was that. just thinking today too um, in preparation for our chat today. Just thinking about how we're both I feel like we're both casual enough Star Wars fans. Yeah. Like I don't. I'm not a diehard Star Wars fan. No, I love it enough. Yeah, I like Star. Yeah. I have so many Star Wars memories with you specifically. <laughs> yeah. It's so it's so strange. Like yeah. celebration, and now we're doing Mos oh celebration, Eisley yeah, on February third. Get your tickets. Should we just go to celebration in Tokyo too? Like, should we just do it? 2025. Let's go. I, I feel ready. like I'm on. I'm that, ready for that Tokyo. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Mosh Eisley. This will be our, my first Mosh Eisley my that first we're going to too. here in Orlando. So yeah, yeah. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. So we do have a lot of Star Wars I know, stuff. It's weird. We, we did the Star Wars after hours party at Disneyland too. Because we have our Ewok picture on my that you gave our me for my birthday last Ewok year. Photo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I had to. Um, I had to. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, 
No, that, and uh, we're also picking out some cheapy lightsabers to bring to Mosh Eisley today. Yes, we so are, yes. To unlock another Star Wars memory. Yes, we Anyways, will. That's not, we're not here for we're Star Wars We're not here to though. talk about Star no. Wars. I mean, we could end up talking about it. It's fine. But um, I, I feel like um, the thing that immediately any would strike anybody about who meets you, I think, right away. First of all, you've got a wonderful sense of style and fashion. Thank and you. It's, it's very, cold today, but, it's, you know. Um, no, but I... I think my I, least favorite part. You love uh, nostalgia. You love you. like the um, bulk collection. Yes, yes. I mean, you're wearing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and what's what's great is like you have a passion for these, um, you know, these these things. Uh, sometimes of a time gone by. Sometimes they're still with us. Like you love the Muppets. You know, you're a diehard Muppet person. But um, yeah. you know, I'll never forget the first time I met you too. You had that Star Tours button. That was like, uh, it was like from like way back when or whatever. Yeah. Um, But I thought it would be fun because there's been some changes at Walt Disney World, at Disney parks in general, across the board, that uh, we could have a fun conversation. You agree with some, you don't agree with some. I thought we could do a conversation, the Disney hills that we would die on. Because I know recently there was something that happened and you basically, anybody that got within your vicinity, you would talk about this to and you wrote like a whole article about it and everything and so I was like, you know what, we gotta have this conversation in yeah. person. Yeah. So, so um, do you wanna do you wanna bring us through what what it was? Sure. I just wanna <laughs> I wanna insert a little disclosure to yeah. any of my friends that might be watching this. I'm sorry you have to hear this again, but also I'm not because um, <laughs> these are hills I absolutely will die on. Yeah. Um, so, uh, do the words half box ghost mean anything <laughs> to you? Do they mean anything they to mean the anything average guest? To you? You know. Does the haunted mansion mean anything to you? Of course it does. Everybody loves the haunted mansion, right? Yeah. Where do I begin? I'd argue the haunted mansion, I I mean I mean I've said it before that I think is the culmination of like one of the best Disney attractions because it does a lot oh of God. like really unique special effects but the storytelling in it is also really cool but then it's like got the Omnimover part of it and like there's so many elements of it where I was like this is a this is what when I think of a Disney attraction like in its full entirety it's like that and I say the same thing about Rise of the Resistance in that same way where it's culminating like it uses screens it uses projections it uses all this type of technology with right. it you know and Haunted Mansion I think is the was was the was like a prior generation of that. I mean, I know obviously you'd say, well, it's more gener- than one generation, but in terms of being like, you know, next generation attractions, next generation attractions, I think that Haunted Mansion is one of those, it's like just a great exemplification of the I things that Disney does. I mean, it's one Disney of the classics. Does. It's yeah. been around for, God, 50, I don't, can't even do math right now, 54, it's like 50, Yeah, I was like, it's, I don't, it's not 55 yet, is it? No, because it was 69 in uh, Disneyland. So I've I've already had too many steps to do this. Okay. (laughs) Well, this isn't a math podcast. No, it's it's not. Thank goodness. Um, No. So it's it's an original story too. Obviously, Walt worked on it with his 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 close associates, but um, and it stuck around. You know, it's had updates through the years, including the Hatbox Ghost over in Disneyland because he was once a long lost ghost and. Which is a crazy story if you don't know. I mean, I only know a little bit about it because I didn't know the whole thing with Hatbox Ghost was like. It was there for like a day or something, right? And that, or a day it or was, two. It was. I've I've heard differing stories. I've heard that it was a few days. Like it was there during cast member previews in the in sixty. Yeah. Seven. Am I even getting the year wrong now? Don't don't question 67, me. Sixty-seven. Is that the year that Walt Disney died? 
I don't know. Anyway, I'm not an expert. This is just a conversation I, about I people that Google like right Disney. Now, so I'm yeah. sorry. Sorry, we're using our phones. <laughs> <laughs> um, cannot cannot uh, confirm that. But regardless, but anyways, yeah. yeah, it was it was a few days, a few weeks, but have you? Very few people got to see the Hotbox Ghost. There was like one or two photos online that circulated up until recently. Um, when he finally was installed, I think it was during 2015 he was installed. At I think Disneyland, so because I think it was, it was the, like that first year I had been to Disneyland because I'm pretty sure I had been on the attraction before right, he was in there. Right. So it was like some point in that year. Right. They couldn't get the the illusion down originally. So when they finally 2015 with all the modern technologies that we had, they could get the you know the hat actually the, or his head actually yeah. disappearing into the hat box. Hat box being that it's in the attic and that's where you keep hat boxes. Um, Mm-hmm. catch where this is going uh, so finally we had the surprise that Hatbox was coming to Walt Disney World well they announced it forever ago yeah D23 2019 no 2020 Tw- well 2022 because it was the the first one and after we, like, we came oh, back yeah. okay this is cool yeah that's great well, you're like, probably sure. going to go in the yeah. attic great yeah. a cool new thing for our mansion um, and then they announced at Destination D23 in, uh, what was that, May of this year, or mm-hmm. last year, 2023, that he was going to be an unhappy haunt, and he was going into the endless hallway, an already established scene that has great visuals, that does not need any more distractions. But the most important part is that it's before the seance, which breaks the storyline okay, which of the I, Mansion. Okay. And I don't care about the film, yeah. I don't care about the film. I, so I that's the part where I'm I'm kind of like I I didn't actually okay so I, the thing I compared it to is is the sixth sense where I was like I never if you don't if you are somehow able to watch the sixth sense and know nothing about it I'm talking no preview you've ever seen then you will watch that movie the way it was intended to where once Haley Joel Osment says I see dead people then from that point on in the film you see ghosts right but you do not see ghosts before he says I see dead people so you don't know what's wrong with him and maybe you do know it's ghosts but you don't see them Mm -hmm. until after he says it in that movie and it's one of those like I didn't realize that afterwards because when I watched it and I watched it like right when it came out on VHS yeah old and um, and he says um, you know you know in the preview for it the first thing in the preview is I see dead people you know and so like it, right there, that's a big twist. There's very there's twists in this movie, obviously. Right. Not the biggest twist of the movie, but that is supposed to be a twist that's given right, right there in the main thing, which I... And I feel like I didn't think anything of it necessarily when I watched the movie, but now when I watch it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that is the big giveaway. Yeah. It's the same with this. I didn't think anything of it when I saw the half-box ghost where he was, but then you said that thing to me about it's pre-seance so and you, you don't see any you don't actually physically see any ghosts I mean you see the guy like trying to come out of the coffin and the doorways but you don't see a physical entity until after it's Madame Mister- Leota yeah it's right? unseen circumstances the yeah. floating candlestick right down the hallway right and it's a 50 plus year old attraction story why break it we know some reasons why they didn't want to close down the mansion for an extended no, period also, of time. No, also I think spend I, money on it. Somebody told me that they were. It was intended to be in me. a different it was place. Me. I did a lot of research. Okay, and that that <laughs> when they went to put it into the like, if it was, I don't know if it was the actual attic or if it was a different place. But they went to put it in and they couldn't. Like the setup for it could, and that's also why he was delayed as long structure. as he was. It's yeah. the structure. Yeah, because for some reason this hatbox ghost animatronic requires just as large as a boom as the Yeti does in the Everest. 
oh, take that's it wild. for, you know, what that is. Yeah. So instead of closing down the mansion for an extended period of time to put him somewhere where it makes sense, they put him in the endless hallway. Because honestly, like, even the cemetery would have made sense. Putting him in, if they redid the, the finale scene, the photo pass scene, that is already feels kind of disjointed from the rest of the attraction. Like, the ghosts are a little too new looking, and it doesn't really, I don't feel like it's that effective. I don't know what your th- thoughts are on that one, but. Wait, wait, what, what, did you, what was the last thing you said? The last scene where they take photos of you with the ghost in the Doom bike. Oh, they, they only do that at, in Walt Disney World, too. They don't do it at Disneyland, so I always yeah. forget. Well, yeah. Disneyland, it's still like the, isn't it still just the the, the Pepper's ghost effects? Where he's like. Yeah, I think the, you're right. Yeah, because, well, I'm thinking of. Of, um, yeah, and I, I guess you're right because even in the Haunted Mansion holiday, it's still like yeah. the kids, you know, the lock, shock, yes. and barrel. And it's just the, the Pepper's But they ghost. like pop up. But yeah, you're right. You're right. It's Pepper's right. Ghost. I think and so. it, which matches the charm of the rest of the attraction. Yeah. You know, like I don't need these obvious. I didn't like the thing screens. where they pop in and they do the. Because it what never they still works. Do. You know. You know like, yeah. They could have put Hatbox somehow, like, I don't know, he's, so, he's there at the hallway and like. Here's pops my back thing with something. him is that he feels like to me. I thought at one point when I... Uh, so I have seen the new movie. Have you seen the new movie? Okay. Um, and I understand the Hatbox Ghost is like a main character in the new movie. I don't like the new movie that much. I, I It's fine. It's okay. It, to no, me, it's Muppets Haunted Mansion, Crimson Peak, Eddie Murphy Crimson Haunted Mansion, Peak, yeah. and uh, this latest Haunted Mansion. So I've like, actually never seen the Eddie Murphy one. I've only seen like scenes of it. So I have to like do a Haunted Mansion like watch through or something. It's not. But. It's not. I know. Well, and that's but, the thing. Yeah. And, and this one is like, there's a lot of weird, like, elements where I was like, that's a whole nother conversation. But <laughs> the the thing with it is they frame the Hatbox Ghost as being, like, the main antagonist of that movie. And <laughs> the thing in the ride is, is I was like, I started to think where I was like, is the Hatbox Ghost the narrator of the ride? No, right? He's not the ghost host, right? No. That's a separate person. Cause there Paul was, Freeze. I, well, I don't know. Come on. I, I don't know these things. No. Um, I Do you remember the Halloween party when I questioned Madame, what was her name Madame, outside the mansion? Oh, Madame, um, uh, Corlotta. Corlotta. I want to say LaBouche. Who's Madame LaBouche? I have no idea. It was Her name was definitely Corlotta. Madame Corlotta. And I yeah. said, I said, I said something like, you said something what about does the hat box, box ghost mean to you? Yeah. I, was a little too, I was a little too tipsy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> again. And um, she was like, oh, we don't talk about him. Yeah. And I was like, don't tell me they already got to you, too. And she's like, you're going to get me in trouble. Chloe, you're my best you're friend, my best but you're going to get me in trouble. It was so good. Yeah. So good. But I couldn't believe that it had already hit Disney Entertainment. Because I think it was like two weeks prior the movie came out. No. Yeah. The movie came out in July. The movie came out in July. It wasn't like on streaming or released. Yeah. You're and I was right. like, you're already? Right. Yeah. You yeah. already have this canon that... The hatbox ghost. Well, is the the other your part, boss? the part of that is like even in Disneyland where he is installed, I don't feel like he's consequential to the attraction story whatsoever because he's like not mentioned. There's no implication about him being no, special in there. any way. He's and just it's a like, specter in the attic, and that's how it's always been intended. And I know I I I'm gonna be honest. I, I think the bride's more important. Oh, than I'm him. touching my mic. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I first I have not gone on the haunted mansion since they've installed hatbox. I will this week. But I've seen photos and I've seen videos. There's photos where like it shows. I did it day one. I had I did it like okay, right at park let me open. Ask you so then. yeah, I did it the like lighting, six times in a row. The lighting where it. he is because they installed mm-hmm. the purple. He know, looks better. He looks better here than he does at Disneyland. I think like much clearer and you can see him from a distance, so you have more time to like gather what you're looking at. Right. Yeah. So I. I do think Does in terms of showcasing the hallway. No, although I know people were upset because I even asked the I asked the 
the our media represent. You know, I was like. They're like, we're always worried about any time we touch anything that's a legacy attraction, like this big thing like this. And they were like, because um, I said, oh, well, is the Donald Duck chair, you know, whatever that's called, the it's Donald Duck chair. It's the Treasure Lounge, at well, least. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, on the on the Disney Treasure, the Disney which Chloe's talking about. Yeah, the, the ship Donald. opening later of 2024. No, it's fine. I forget to do context, too. But <laughs> um, so uh, they were saying, like, it's removed from the, it's gone out of the attraction. And I said, oh, you know, people are going to have, problems with that yeah, but sure. but I but but in terms of like where it is and what he's doing like honestly I feel like they picked the best possible spot they could put him in because it's kind of like that narration right there where it's like the chills running down your spine and like you see a ghost and you're like okay like I don't think the average person is going to pick up on it of and I'm not saying not. that makes it okay I'm not, not saying it makes it right. okay there's just a very large Haunted Mansion fan base that I feel yeah. like care about the integrity of the story of the attraction right. and that attraction deserves Deserves that integrity, you know. And well, and I've been, I've been, yeah. Well, I, I I was gonna say I've been curious. I remember when I moved here in like 2007, and so that would I would argue that's the first time like adult life I rode the attraction, Mm -hmm. and like you know coming all the time when I was a kid, and then starting to really try to be like, what is the actual story here? And and being like, is it just vignettes of a story, or is there an actual story, or are these like little tiny stories sewn together? Three part story. Yeah. And that's when I started learning about, like, the raven that's always yes, around. That you're yes. like, oh, this, you know, and the crawling out of the attic. That's why you turn around and go backwards. Because mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I was terrified of that part. I was thought it was going to fall out of the thing backwards. And so, um, but, like, you know, things like that that I was like, I don't know. I'm not saying they're not there, but I don't know that they're abrasively clear. No, it's not. And... I don't know how to argue this. Point no, not so everything has to it's, beat you over the head storytelling. No, I would, I would argue that's to. terrible it too. It doesn't have you know? to, but <clears throat> I, I would argue that it really takes away from Leota's character because that scene is mm. okay. I can see that. It's such a big wow factor going from the seance, seeing the floating object. She's calling yeah. in the spirits wherever they're at. I mean, her head is in a bowl floating. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And then you have the big wow moment of the banquet scene, and that is the most spirits that you see doing different things. And they're fading in and out. And they're fading because it they be. Begin yes. to materialize, yes. and I, I like there are things in that where I literally I didn't know until you told me. Yeah. Like I, I was like, oh, it was one of those just oh moments, right. you know. And I right. and I love that, but and it does kind of it does also that. like you like it doesn't make sense. Right, it won't make sense, you know. Yeah, you know what else doesn't make sense? What we need a new bride. We need a new bride. We need a new bride. A new ride, period. A new bride. Oh, bride. Yes, in the I attic. thought you were saying ride. She's I'm like, not where? Scary. What? And we've had scarier editions in the past, and like, I feel like we need. I'm touching my Sh- mic again. I, th- I I think it's your anxious. Uh, I, I, I know. <laughs> I'm, I swear I'm not. I'm fine. I think um I think that I. I think our bride is better than the Disneyland bride. I think like yeah. she's a little more three dimensional. The one over there looks a little like flat faced, but um, both both are not anything to write home no, about. No. We need a scary one. Have you seen the photos of the skeleton with like the red glowing eyes? Mm-hmm. It's like she's literally like a skeleton face, like very. Um, Was that is that one in the in the international parks? Like very Mrs. Bates looking. Yeah. Scary. Good. Um, uh, no, it was at World and Land, I want to say, a couple years ago. I don't know my history right now. It's okay. Is it pre, was it her pre, pre projection? CG, yeah, yeah. Not, um, I, I feel like we deserve a better one now that we have a new hat box. Well, I also think, I honestly, box. I feel like in terms of like pushing into a character, I'd rather they have leaned into that bride a little bit more because I feel like she's got a bigger story. And that's kind of my problem with the new movie, too, the where movie, I was like, your story's so here. Yeah, and like, but that and the, pops but that up, and, and I'm like, this lady attraction. lived in this house and murdered. How many people that live in the south? 
Why is she not the main character? Right. Like, I don't get it, but... Well, that's a Disney hill you'd die on, for that's sure. One. And I can't wait to see what the comments are going to say about this one, but... Okay, so you, nice you, you asked me before we started <laughs> what was one that I had, because I was like, I don't know. Um, but I, I think one that comes up for me, and I know this one isn't as big a deal or isn't as, like, minutiae as yours or anything like that, but for me... I think mine is like that dinosaur is a valid attraction that deserves the praise and worth that it never gets. Like, Because my thing is, when I was a kid and I Mm -hmm. came to Walt Disney World and I'd go to Universal Studios as well, Mm -hmm. you know, we'd we'd either do Magic Kingdom and Universal Studios or Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Like, Mm -hmm. and um, I am afraid of heights. I'm afraid. So it means I'm afraid of roller coasters. I'm afraid of all these things. You know, I was a very scared kid. You know, I'm still scared adult, too. So I'm not going to hide behind that too much. But, um, you know, uh, one of the first attractions, like, I ever did that was, like, a a scary roller coaster attraction was the Back to the Future attraction at Universal Orlando. And and that was, like, a motion simulator car that raises you up and you're, like, in an IMAX. What? You get eaten by a dinosaur. Yeah, you get And I remember the part where the dinosaur, like, chomps down on it and shakes you. Yeah. And I remember when we got out, I told my mom, I was like, Mom, this was the coolest thing I've ever done and it wasn't even like a roller coaster it wasn't whatever and we traveled through time and so like when like I came I I didn't come to I didn't go to Animal Kingdom until I my grad night in like 2003 and um, I I think the first time I ever rode dinosaur was um, was when I moved here like 2007 Mm -hmm. and I remember being like that ride is terrifying and but what was cool about it was I was like the way it shook you the way you shake like where it wasn't there were no heights involved but there's still like that part when you drop in the jeep where they're like whoa and the you know pterodactyls are coming in the darkness comes underneath this yeah audio and and, yeah and the whole thing and like the fact that the 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 um the Carnotaurus like runs at the car in that one part but then when the car stalls and he comes down and you know and that's the photo op and I always remember being like that was my favorite place to bring people for a photo op because everybody always got spooked like that one part some of the best online photos are from that and that and and that's the thing where I'm like what's great about a ride like that to me and I think a lot of people don't put themselves in those shoes is that like it's that kind of in between like if you're not a roller coaster person if you're not you know for motion sickness reasons or fear of heights or whatever this ride is such there's no other ride like it where it is a physical environment where you are like it is exciting it is thrilling and it is scary and and that's why I was like this ride is so cool for that reason alone because it gives me that roller coaster thrill and that adrenaline rush but it doesn't have that thing and I feel like everyone just tosses it away with like oh dinosaur oh Indiana Jones and I'm like I'm sorry I didn't go to Disneyland until 2015 and yes I am they're, obsessed with Disneyland I'm, I'm but right it is a different experience different even Honestly, if they're like it's the same ride track whatever I don't even I've been trying to put my mind in that and being like okay so then we do this here and that here I don't feel it I don't feel it right honestly like they could put Indy here at studios and then um (laughs) sorry they could put Indy here at studios and then have Dinosaur keep you know maintain Dinoland and Dinosaur at Animal Kingdom that would be better than yeah well so my thing is too is like here's the thing I I was thinking about this this morning because they're completely different is my point I am not going to die on a hill in sake of Dino Land USA at all. I think the rest of Dino Land USA is trash. Sure. I, I'm not, I'm not into dinosaur. it. But I was like, Please. you could eat, at least retheme it I'll and keep it what it is. Like, it's leave it. Sad. It's off to the side. It's its own thing. And I get it. It's like the college students who went to the thing and they're 
you know, doing their thing, and, and that's the whole It's a cute scene, story, but, but it's a cute story made up for lots of budget cuts yeah. that happened back and in the day. And that's the thing and where I'm like... With no primeval world, have you been in Have you been in Chester and Hester's very recently? Not, There's it, no roller coaster, and it's just fence and Yeah, it, it, and area. I don't get that, you know. It is. It does not feel like... And listen, I, I want all those dino dino plushes, and I'm oh, all me, about it. Girl, yeah, <laughs> so I'm like, and they're some prized possessions of mine, but I'm like... I, I I think there's a better use of space, but I would argue do not get rid of dinosaur. Just let it be its own little nook. And you can retheme the rest of it that you want. There's plenty of room there without taking this guy out. And that's where I'm like, so that's the hill I'll die on. I will chain myself to to the exo the, to the Sioux fossil, which by the way, I finally went to the Chicago Field Museum and saw the real Sioux. She's way bigger than that. She's like Oh really? She's thick. She is a wide, she's big. She, so that is a mold. I, they said it was a mold of those but those things, but it is put together down, way smaller. Oh, yeah. If, if, wow. if Sue's had an animal kingdom is like this, the real one's like this. It was massive. It was really cool. The, honestly, honestly the Field Museum was amazing, too. Like, I want to go back there because there were so many, like, dinosaur stuff, and I love dinosaurs, and it was like... We'll do Chicago, Tokyo. That makes sense, right? Yeah. yeah. Geographically? Sure. No. Well, Kim's in Milwaukee. We can go Chicago, Perfect. Milwaukee, and we'll Hi, do a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. You've got, uh, we've got enough time for you to talk about one more hill that you would die on. What do you I'll think I'm going to talk about right Oh, now. I think that the other hill that you would die on is at Disney's Hollywood Studios, or I should argue, was at Disney MGM Studios. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, is now where Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Wear Away yeah. currently occupies the space. Great movie over. ride. Great movie ride. Love great movie ride. Okay. Opening day attraction. The entire reason this park exists in the first place. I don't care what growing pains. Disney's Hollywood Studios, Disney's Great Movie Adventure, Disney's MGM Studios. Studios, for what I call it now. I don't care what kind of growing pains it goes through. The heart of the park was the Great Movie Ride. And the hill I'm going to die on <laughs> is they could have kept it because we're all about adding capacity, not replacing things. Right? Right. That'd be nice if they did that once. Ideally, I mean that's what Magic Kingdom keeps doing. There's room at Hollywood Studios to put Runaway Railway somewhere else, and um, yeah, we didn't we didn't need to take away Great Movie Ride. Okay, let me ask you this: Um, (laughs) Have you been to the uh, Mickey Minis at Disneyland? You went through the queue and everything, right? Yes. This is what really nailed the coffin for me. Was I was accepting of it? I I I met Rhino a while back at the Star Wars event because we worked media events together. Um, I write about theme parks and cover events as well with them, so they've been a great buddy. Um, and Runaway Railway was my first big media event, so I was trying to go into it with... That was mine too, I think, actually. Yeah. Or no, I, I lied. I went no, to the no, you, yeah. Star Wars, the, the opening of Galaxy's Edge was the big one. Right. I'd I gone, and I'm always like a thing but the, that was the first like big thing like right. but Runaway was a big one they did that big one and literally that was, that was Runaway was also day. two weeks before they closed the parks for COVID literally I remember the, the next I day went. I was getting on the plane to go Milwaukee right. and then when I came back from Milwaukee that weekend that's that week when I got back I know we got a little taste of the like close. the yeah. event and we're like, <laughs> like oh okay nothing's like, ever going okay. to be the same yeah. um, no but that was a huge event and I I did Runaway Railway you know with an open mind thinking you know I know we need family attraction here I overheard Imagineers saying that they fought for the building, so to speak, that they needed those high-ceiling sh- high show buildings for oh, great, see, from the Great so. Movie Ride. Yeah. Kevin Rafferty said that. And um, I get the... I remember Sorry. that. because No, you're fine. Great Movie Ride was one of my favorite attractions growing up. It's the reason why I love films and dark rides and theme parks so much today. It was just such a different immersive experience. The cast with... The cast more interaction was 
I mean, amazing. There's nothing ever like that. I mean, maybe Jaws or Jungle Cruise, but still not yeah. that same capacity. Not on that same level. No. Yeah, back left you could say that was too, my dream yeah. role growing up. I memorized the script. I still have the script printed out to this day. Like, I was obsessed with this attraction, probably to an unhealthy level. And I understand things change. However, I could argue that because of Disney's large content library now, even if they named it the Great Disney Plus Ride or something... <laughs> And put everything that they own yeah. now. They could have they could have tons of content without having to pay licenses for X Y Z. So my point: when Disneyland finally opened theirs, and I saw that the show buildings, the show, the yeah. scenes looked exactly the same, floor to ceiling, and they didn't have to take they took over a gift shop and some backstage space, which is very precious in Disneyland. I'm surprised oh, yeah, they did that. Oh yeah, insanely precious. Yeah. I was mad. I was very mad. I will never forgive them. I will never get over the great movie ride being gone. I will never be over it. I can talk about this forever. Please shut me up. And <laughs> no, say, no, say no, no. There's I'll nothing wrong with this. I, I saw a post on um, <laughs> Disney Flu blog today where uh, one of the, I can't remember her name, and I feel terrible saying that, but she was holding up the phone and said, bring great movie right back, and it was in front of this, and I was like, God, Chloe would love this. Like, um, But I, I, um, so I w- was just out in Disneyland for the Disneyland Half Marathon, and while I was there, I chose to um, go with friends. Um, we went into... Um, we we rode well, you know, Denny and her husband, and then my friend Nicole and I. We went mm-hmm. on um, uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway because they hadn't done it yet. And I was like, oh well, the queue's a big deal, and oh, the, the queue, queue there is, is so good. It's so, it's so good because also it is like, it, and it fits perfectly where it is there. That's the thing. It really and that does. to me, to me, even though we had it here first, the fully realized version of what that is is at Disneyland. And because it's in a land where it belongs, it's in a thing where it belongs. I'm not saying that it's not... And it's funny that you brought up the ceilings, because my thing whenever I ride it is I always think the ceilings are too high. Like, too big, where I was like, I feel like I'm in a warehouse, and they didn't cap where it stops. And, yeah. like, to you the point... You see the catwalks from the Great Movie Ride everywhere. Well, like, and it's weird, because you're like, you're like, why is it so tall for no reason? Right. And it's not like my sight goes up. It's just, like, up to a certain height, and it's that same height at Disneyland. So you're, you... I don't know that I'd argue that, but... Um, I'm. I definitely. The ride has grown on me. I do enjoy the attraction, and I am not somebody who would fight for the great movie ride. However, I would fight for the concept of the great movie yes. ride. Yes. Where you said, like, I agree with That's you. It never. Where am I? Once, once, once MGM became Hollywood Studios, which was like 2008, I think. Um, once that happened, and it, you're right, Disney never exploits their own movie library the way they should. And I would have, I would still love, not I would have loved, I would still love a dark ride attraction where we are going through the dioramas of the different movies that come to life and kind of try and get us. You know, like we had Indiana Jones was a part of it at, at, in um, Great Movie Ride, oh, yeah. right? And, you know, and like stuff like that. Like, I do think Great Movie Ride, the movies they chose, you know, beyond like Mary Poppins and Wizard of Oz and Indiana Jones were incredibly like misdated I mean, but then you think, like, we got to go through Alien. Alien. Yeah, I was going to say Alien, which they now own. And that's the part... Well, Alien could have easily become Star Wars, though. And I'd be okay with that. I would miss Alien. I don't don't know that I would want a Star Wars, but I would have loved... I would love just something that goes through, even, like, Swiss Family Robinson. If you want to keep it old, let's go through a Disney library. Interesting choice. I like Swiss Family Robinson. I love Swiss Family... I haven't watched it in my adult life. What would that be more relevant than? I mean, Tarzan, I guess. That would would take over the jungle scene really well. I'd argue, like, a lot of... If you're trying to keep it in a Disney IP. Right. Like, I'm not saying more relevant than Casablanca, 
which is one of the, you know, oh, sure. what arguably right. people say right. is the best movie ever made. I don't love Casablanca, but that's just my taste and yeah. it's fine. Yeah. You know, but like there, you know, like get rid of the gangster scene and turn it into uh, the great mouse detective or something. I mean, I don't know if you can do it with your animation. You have keep such it live a nice action. choice. I love it. Yeah. My, my favorite Martian, <laughs> you know, like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like, you know. Anymore? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm trying <laughs> to think. How do I know live uh, action um, from 1996? What, what was the Dick Van Dyke movie with the monkey and the... Um, what? The, the, he had a monkey. It was on an island. It's like it's like something Caruso as well because he gets stranded in a submarine. I've never seen that. And this. it's like Lieutenant Caruso. I've oh, I watched it. I love Dick Van Dyke, so I watched like everything when I was a kid. But it is a Disney movie too. We're, but, we're discussing this later. What's the... the the tennis shoes, the tennis shoes, the genius wore tennis shoes. That's Kurt Russell's like first Disney movie. Yeah, okay, I'll go deep for you too. I mean, I've never seen it, but it's I fine. just I can't remember the name of it. It's what they think about the butt. That for darn cat. Where's that? You know, there's <laughs> two of those. There was a remake with Christina Ricci. It just deserves to be here. Yeah, what the yeah. heck? So I'm just saying, like, I love the concept. I don't know that our version. And I'm not saying our version deserved to be torn down and bulldozed. I'm just saying... 59 animatronics rhino. Well, and that's the thing. I would have... And I'm not saying I didn't get emotional in the end when they showed the, you know, good morning Vietnam. Like, I would have loved something that honored... That was ripped out and was redone in a modern fashion with modern uh, animatronics and stuff like that. And that cast member interaction, because honestly... We don't really have a lot of that. We don't have a lot of that anymore. And I would hope in today's day and age... (laughs) That cast members would be well compensated for their extra, you know, going into a more entertainment Well, look role. at Galaxy's Edge, and I don't think that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day. Yeah. I can hope. Um, but, uh, no, I they, that was such a different experience. I remember going to the last day of the Great Movie Ride, and cast, managers, guests, they were all so emotional. I feel like there's not been an attraction like that that had that big of an impact yeah. on people over the years. It was almost 30 years old by the time it closed. Again, like I said, the reason why this park even exists is because of the great movie ride, because Michael Eisner said, hey, let's move this film. When was the first time you came here? How old were you? Zero. Because you grew up in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. so I, I'm, I'm just curious about that connect that like oh, age connection too. Oh, I was very young. Too, you Indoctrinated I mean? onto the great yes. movie ride. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. And everything, yeah. yeah. Well, so, no, I, I'm, I, I just, digress. Yeah, no. It's a hill I'll die on. No, and Don't I love it. Don't talk to me about it. Well, and I would love to hear what anybody who's listening or watching to this thinks, the hills, yeah. the Disney hills that they would die on, because yeah. I think we should have a follow-up conversation with whatever people say. Yeah, I think that would be I love fun. That. So leave comments Please. on this video if you're watching on YouTube. or um, If you don't agree with me, that's okay. I want to see your uh, comments. Yeah, leave, leave me a post. You can go to disboards.com. I created a thread where it was like Rhino's thread or whatever. and Or however you can get the information to us, let's do it. And I'll have Chloe back and we'll we'll do another. Because I'm cool. sure that we're going to finish this and be like, oh, we, we know another oh, we're talking one, a lot. We're, yeah. talking, we're having a follow-up conversation. Maybe yes. we should start a Patreon yeah. video about what we're about to talk about. We can. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but like, our drink are running low so we at least need to get up and get round two so that is going to do it for this half house talks thank you chloe for joining me this was fun see you were worried about the time and we threw it flew by flew by right oh my god yeah it's okay we both were banging the table i'm holding the edge of it right now because i was i feel like we're like dwight when he's giving the speech in the office and like (laughs) slamming the table the paper workers yeah um our prices have never been (laughs) lost But, no, this was fun. Um, like I said, um, if you are listening to this and you want to rate and review podcasts, wherever you do that, please do that. And then if you are watching on YouTube, give it a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. And when you're planning your next Disney vacation, don't forget about Dreams Unlimited Travel. So thank you, everybody out there, for the continued support. Thank you to our Patreon.
Patreons, patreon.com slash DizUnlimited. Head over there. Maybe Chloe and I will do a video right now. I think maybe we should. Yeah, we should. So check that out over there, and um, that's going to do it for us. We're all j- See, that's the thing. I get real high energy by the end of it, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with myself. Goodbye. So, yeah. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> that's it. We just say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Cheers. <laughs>